Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast, where our goal is to help you become fitter, healthier, and happier in every stage of life. As always, I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm on the mic. And this is going to be a really fun episode. These are three big questions, but we got four here technically, so we got a little bonus in there. But the three we're addressing in the title, you know, obviously, what results can you actually expect from creatine? Uh, we've been hearing about these TikToks. People have been sending them to us of, you know, how I look before and then you see some person that looks incredible after we're going to get into whether that's true or whether that's not and i think the answer might actually intrigue you so make sure you stay tuned for that we're going to go over how to get a new squat pr finally especially i know a lot of people have been stuck on squats and how to target love handles you know with summer coming up so this is a big episode because these are three really targeted fun questions that i think will affect everyone but if you're new around here we like starting out with quotes because quotes inspire us they get us fired up we did a little bit of a poll on instagram asking people what do you enjoy about the podcast the most and this seemed to be one area that people really seem to enjoy you know a new quote a new way of thinking something to challenge our norms so uh, we're going to jump into it with Kyle's quote but first he just has a quick little message here yeah just one reminder um, we always do include timestamps especially for the Monday episode um, so if you want to you know just look at uh, each of our quotes like whatever it is you know if you want to um, just jump to a specific thing as well just want to give you that warning that it is always every single Monday you will always be able to do that I believe you can also just click on it whenever you see like, you know, even if there's a specific question that really targets what you are um, looking to have answered, I uh, just wanted to give you that reminder because a lot of people don't really, you know, look at the bio as much as I feel like they should. So make sure to check that out. We do it for a reason. And uh, without further ado, my question uh, came uh, from, I think it was Tony Robbins this past week when I was listening to, he's been doing a lot of interviews because one of his books just came out um, and it had said, um, he had said, complexity is the enemy of execution. And I thought that was pretty powerful because I've always said this and you know you've probably heard me say it quite a few times that I feel like you know a lot of times when it comes to getting results it's doing the basics over and over and over again and staying consistent with that and I just thought this was a cool way of saying that like you know especially I always relate things back to the fitness journey of course that's what you guys are listening to us for but you know when you overcomplicate it when you feel like you have to do something that's so daunting when you just you know come up with something that just is so unrealistic like I even there's so many times in my life where I want to do something I know that if I make it seem too daunting and I feel like I'm someone that's you know, quite driven um, and always looking to get to that next level. But, you know, when you know that you have to just go through all these different hoops and just like, you know, even for the fitness journey, it's such a struggle and make it like so complicated and so complex. It's very hard to actually take that next step and actually execute the way that you want to or um, should be doing. So um, anyways, I thought that was really powerful. It's like, you know, just a very simple, you know, just keep keep thinking about that. And I think that can help a lot of you in your journey today. Yeah, well said. You know, I, I do believe that, you know, just being an expert in something or being a pro is just being masterful with the basics you know and that's one thing I like to challenge everyone with you know even I'll have clients say hey everything is just in line right now training's on point nutrition is incredible my life's just never been better I say okay how can we even get a little bit better how can we be more masterful what's one area we can hone in on and even in my personal journey you know doing some reflection I'm like you know what it's time for me you now. I'm back from Florida. Obviously, I was super motivated training for that, you know, and I had a real talk saying, listen, I need to get re-inspired with that. I'm going to set a higher step goal. I'm going to make sure I'm really dedicating myself to, you know, doing little things such as my ab training, optimizing hydration, uh, you know, focusing on sleep because right now my training's phenomenal. I've been lifting really heavy. I've been really consistent. I've just been getting stronger than ever and challenging everything there. But, you know, instead of being complacent and saying, you know, that's good enough for me, good stuff, you know, I'm proud of you, Josh. Let's leave it there. Like, you know, I, of course, 
course I'm saying I'm proud of myself and I am, but I'm saying, you know, Hey, how can we level this up? How can we continue? And, you know, very often it's the basic things, right? I'm not looking to see, you know, what new supplement should I buy or what cream can I rub on myself to, you know, gain an extra 200 and 300 pounds of muscle. That's not what I'm doing at all. I'm looking at those basics and I'm saying, what do I need to address and what honest conversation do I need to have in my life to progress? So I love that Kyle had that quote. I thought that was amazing. Now, this is a quote that I really, really like, and I think this will intrigue people. So bear with me here. So my quote is from Mario Andretti, and that is, if everything seems to be under control, you're not going fast enough. Wow. And yeah, the reason I love this quote is there's been so many times and even looking back, I can remember Kyle saying, man, I'm so overwhelmed right now. Like I just got too many things going on and I can remember when I feel that same way, but I forget what book it is, but it changed my entire viewpoint on this because we saw a book that said, you know, when things are crazy and like you're near that broken breaking point, you seemed overwhelmed that it means you're leveling up. It means you're at that point where you have so much challenge, you have so much momentum that things are changing, you're leveling up, you're growing, you need to elevate to that level level to handle that right and you need to change things in life like maybe your situation changes in life you know something amazing happens or something devastating happens you know you need to reevaluate and say what can I do maybe you got a promotion at work and that's great and that's what you've always wanted but now you have to work an extra three hours a day and that takes away from your gym time like that's where you need to say I need to level up and I need to find a solution here I need to find a way to still get done what I need to get done and you know sometimes too like we think we want to strive to this point where everything's just fine. We have infinite time. We have no challenge in our life, but a life without challenge would not be um, exciting, right? Like we're meant to overcome challenges. And, you know, a great example of this is Think of something really hard you've done in your life recently, a really hard workout. Um, maybe you went through a tough breakup. Maybe you finished a really tough assignment, graduating from school, whatever it may be. You know, like in that moment, it seems so overwhelming. But when you do that and you survive and you show yourself you can or running a race or something, you're just like, whoa, I did this. Like, let's freaking go. And then it changes your entire mindset and your entire thinking. So really like that quote for this. You know, sometimes I know stress can be and stress is a tough thing and it can really, you know, pull down on us. But if we can just see it as challenge instead of stress and opportunity to grow and elevate, you know, with the things of life, you know, one thing I love too is all the time, like I love working with mothers because, you know, just a group of beasts right there, right? They're already taking care of other people. They're doing a million things very often too. They're working and just absolutely crushing everything. And they're still saying, hey, like I want to invest in my fitness. I want to grow. And they're doing like twice as many things as I'm doing a day and they're getting it done. I'm like, let's free can go you know it, it inspires me right and some people were called to step up or called to handle a lot of work and you know it can be the same with anything right you could be a stay-at-home father who also wants a business who also has a million things like I'm just saying regardless of who you are you know what your situation is you know look in your life and say how can I utilize the stress that's in front of me um, you know pr productively and once again I'm not saying you should always be stressed or anything but you should say maybe I'm too stressed what can I change what can I optimize how can I reevaluate my schedule am I doing things that make me feel the best is working a 13 hour day skipping the gym having no time for myself and then ending it with two hours of netflix and taking away from my sleep building me up or breaking me down like maybe you need to reevaluate how you can work your life into that work day so it's going to be entirely different for everyone and that's why you know obviously i'm talking in abstracts but i personally just really like this because you know i like that concept of going fast enough breaking down walls going forward and just aiming for big things yeah, 100%. And, you know, working off of what Josh said, a buddy of mine recently um, started reading uh, Millionaire Success Habits by Dean Graziosi. And I've read that a few times. I know Josh has as well. And I really like that book because he doesn't just talk about like,
like, you know, investing in other stuff, but also just like, like he's a huge fitness guy. He's huge in just mindset and stuff. And the reason I'm bringing this up, so it's a great book, by the way, if people think it's just about money, it's not um, an amazing growth book, but he had said like, you know, just a lot of times, even like the, the word, like our phrasing can literally just like dictate how we feel. So what I mean by that and working off of what Josh did is instead of saying something like I'm so overwhelmed, cause I used to say that I used to say, I'm so stressed. I'm so overwhelmed. Like Josh had said, you know, say, Hey, I'm blessed. I have so many opportunities, but he was saying like, when you use language, that's like kind of like disempowering. That's like, you know, just like not as ideal, your body just starts to kind of like crunch up. Like, you know, you can see someone who's like, yo, I'm so blessed. I have so many options available with their chest up. You know, everything's loud and proud. You know, they got a big smile to their face. And then that person who's saying, man, I am stressed. Like once again, we all have that, but you can feel yourself shrivel up a bit. And, you know, he talks a lot about the subconscious mind and stuff like that. And just, you know, even just the words that we use. So I thought that was pretty powerful because, you know, I've tried over time to like really say, Hey, I'm really pumped. We have so many awesome things that we have to film today. And, you know, of course there will always be complaints. I'm not saying like, we're going to, you know, be perfect and always be fired up, but you know, if we can kind of make those small little changes, um, I feel like that can help us uh, go a long way for sure. You know, this is what it's all about at the end of the day. And just a friendly little reminder, because I know sometimes uh, life can be overwhelming, but there are ways to, you know, rework that. And a lot of the time, too, if we can rework things that are painful for us and we can find ways to address them head on and, you know, it can kind of clear that and send that away. And you can start to say, how can I build? How can I grow? How can I develop from that? So just a a friendly little reminder there. Um, What do you got for thoughts and recommendations this week? So one other thing was uh, that hit me pretty hard was when Josh just said, dude, we've got a couple more weeks until we're heading to Nashville. Like we've got to set some new goals. Like we got to, you know, now it's time to start grinding in the gym. And the reason I'm bringing that up as well is because we were just talking about the basics, right? So, you know, for me to get things that I want, like now that I want to kick everything to high gear was just simply having that goal, right? And that's where a lot of people struggle, but I don't really have to change a whole lot. It's been pretty good, but I think the one thing is just not having that direct goal. So now the thought of, okay, we've got five or six weeks, I've got to lose, you know, let's say whatever it is that I want to accomplish, I still need to sit down and brainstorm. But that simple thought of Josh saying, hey, we've got to, you know, we got to start grinding. We're going to be filming some videos and kind of like we had, we talk about um, Florida uh, as of recently, and that was our big goal. And that's what, but like, you know, a lot of times when you don't don't have that big pusher, that big push, I guess you could say. Um, it, it's tough for you to stay consistent. It's tough for you to nail the basics sometimes. Um, and I can feel that, right? You know, you just kind of go through the motions. You kind of do what you need to do. You know, you're not too fired up. And now I'm thinking, oh man, I'm just envisioning every thought there, you know, filming with our team or having our entire, um, you know, coaching team come out. We're going to be filming some great content and getting some good photos. I'm like, I want to look great. So, you know, if you are someone who had, does struggle sometimes with getting the basics and just doing what you need to do, um, yeah, sit down and think about that goal. Cause I'm really glad Josh brought that up. Cause I'm already like, I need to start brainstorming for the rest of the day and just really think, okay, how can I optimize? You know, what do I want to do? Do I want to build for a few weeks and then cut down? Do I want to cut and then build? Like, what do I want to do? Um, so that's going to be something that I'm going to be doing. And that's what's been on the top of my head for today. You know, that's, that's a big thing there. And, you know, it's just good to find something to get motivated for, you know, even a lot of clients who aren't as inspired or as motivated, I say, you know, what's something we can do to really kind of get ourselves excited to get ourselves, you know, motivated for what's to come and to kind of get things going there. And I find that can go a long way too. So that's a great thing to keep on the top of your mind. You know, my one thought for this week is, you know, don't be someone who only ever has drastic action to get results. And what I mean by that is way, way back, 
you know, if you've been listening to the last few uh, Motivation Mondays, we talked about, um, you know, obviously that 30-day minimalization challenge we did and how me and Kyle did it so, so long ago. I can't remember, maybe five, six years ago, right? But what was great was at that time, I did all 30 days. I got rid of a ton of items. I did more past that. And, you know, I didn't just say, okay, now I'm never going to get rid of stuff till I do this again. I've constantly, you know, worked that into my life. I've really evaluated, do I need this? Does this item bring me utility? Am I going to use this? Is this wasteful for me to have this? And I've been consistent with that and I've really integrated that in my life we've done this challenge again I tried really hard and I only got to day 10 and I realized you know a lot of things recently like a lot of my clothes you know I gave some stuff to my brother which was nice I donated some things I went through some books you know gave some to some friends some donations as well like you know it's something I've continually done and where people go wrong is I know some people that will only ever work out when they're getting ready for a competition or a show or something and after that they like to do nothing and let everything fall to the wayside and they only will do it in these big bursts and it's so all or nothing right but when we have that drastic action we started a new activity you know it's good maybe you're saving a ton of money because you want to buy a house you know it's a good reminder to keep saving even after you have that house and to be intelligent about your money then not just when you need the money to buy that one thing because you know like I said it's easy to be all or nothing and only be really locked into one thing at a time but once you do this drastic action you change something in your life you can keep integrating and having success like if you did a read a book a week challenge for a month don't stop reading after that you know keep doing little bits of it and you're going to continue to see the positive effects of it so just a friendly little thing I kind of thought of in my mind because you know even getting to day 10 I thought that was pretty cool because you know I'm very confident and I'm very sure that you know like it sounds like hey do you really need this I could justify everything I have pretty much right now which is cool and I just feel better because of it yeah that's so well said I love how you um you know found a way to kind of like go from like the minimalism thing and relate that to the fitness journey because you know that's yeah, that's so, so powerful. I just feel like I, I, I see that happen so often as well. Um, one cool thing is, you know, I always like to read books like that. I'm kind of like kind of going through different phases. And that's another thing as, you know, pick books like where like I, I just was going through like that, like, you know, breathing and like being present stage. And then as we were doing the minimal, minimalism thing, I just listened to um, the the magic of um, something, like the, the magic of tidying up. And I thought that was pretty cool because she had said that like a lot of times, you know, if anyone does want to do the challenge, go ahead. But I'm not going to spend too much more time on it. She had said that you should only have to ever like really do a purge and clean up once and then kind of like what had Josh said like for the rest of your life like it's just it's everything's good to go right like you shouldn't have to be able to have to do that again and that's where a lot of people go wrong is they're just constantly trying to clean up everything like week by week and just get rid of stuff and then they never actually do it but even in the book they had said um, a messy room equals a messy mind and I thought it was so powerful because you know even myself I used to be the messiest dude in the world and I've constantly tried to get better and make those better habits but um, you know even a lot of times if you are just someone who has that constant um, stressor from that stuff like it can take such a big toll on you uh, more than a lot of people realize and you know I've been there so I could totally relate I used to spend 30 minutes trying to even just find one thing and I'm so happy now so I thought that was pretty powerful for sure now we're going to jump into our client shout out and I'll be shouting out my client Gage this week you know he's someone who came in he wanted to see some big physical change and you know we've done that for him as you can see we've lost you know a lot of unwanted fat improved posture stacked on new muscle and you can just see the confidence in his face which is my favorite thing of all right because at the end of the day that's what we're doing this for is to feel our best like we said become fitter become healthier become happier and really just maximize everything there so that's something we are indeed so passionate on it's just great to see him achieve that and what's nice too is you know it's really cool when you start a journey and you know you think it's going to go one way and you start taking it another and you see a new opportunity a new option to to grow and improve and you know he's fallen in love with strength training the bench press and you know this is just the beginning for him so we've had a very successful 90 days 
uh, he's continuing his journey, continuing success. And I love that, you know, it's not just about making that investment once, like I said, it's about really knowing what's best for you, knowing, you know, having that accountability is going to create the best results possible, especially when you aim for more, you know, make it as easy on yourself to get the results and feel your best. And that's exactly what he's doing. So big shout out to him. As always, you can check out his transformation on our Instagram page at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And once again, summer is still fast approaching. We're about 95 days away. So right now we are looking for people who are looking to lose up towards of 20 pounds of fat and also put on five to 10 pounds of lean muscle, essentially improve their body recomposition, right? So make sure to send us a message on Instagram uh, with the keyword fat loss. Um, Our Instagram is at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. We'll have a conversation and see if you're the right fit and of course, help you with your nutrition, your training, your lifestyle factors and everything else. Of course, the accountability is included and we look forward to working with you. Into the questions. All right. First question of the day. And this is a fun one is I've been wanting to increase my squat and also test it. What tips do you have for me to do so? So my first big tip for a lot of people that want to get improvements in their squat and hit a new PR is to stop testing all the time. I really believe there's no need to test, you know, more than every three months. Um, When you're starting out, you can do it more frequently earlier. So three months might be reasonable for myself and Kyle, you know, maybe twice a year, do I really fully test it out? I know it's tempting to say, you know, let's see what I can do. Let's see if I can hit a new number. Um, But you know, once again, at least that 12 week cycle, I would say is productive to test a one rep PR. And even as you advance forward, usually you'll do more rep testing because eventually it just gets so heavy and you know risking failure and that level of exertion can just be really tough on the body and can set you back and just the same you know squats are something you need to build up and you need to develop and you need to grow and testing all the time isn't actually aiding that process just confirming the hard work you've done and the confirming that you can hit a new number so my biggest tip for anyone who wants to increase it it's to first optimize your form. A lot of strength, believe it or not, is not getting stronger. It's priming that movement, improving just you know your biomechanics, improving your speed, your strength, your confidence, your bracing. All these things together just make it easier. That's why beginners get such great results. It's because they're learning how to actually you know apply themselves and move in the correct patterns. You know that's why when you really practice and train emotion, a lot of time powerlifting, bench squat, and deadlift, you're just being more perfect with those leverages, with those bar paths, learning things like leg drive. Obviously, you know pu- pushing your knee out effective bracing tight backs like all these things just aid into it so much you know being strong out of the hole learning effective depths like so the more you can actually you just improve your form and focus on the motion um, the more of a result you will have and the best way to do that is to you know watch our form videos on youtube that'll go a long way film yourself ask a friend who's confident who you trust you know and you've seen them have good form who's at a good place to teach you get a trainer work with us with online coaching for all of our clients we offer unlimited form checks which is amazing so i love being able to help people really one-on-one just improve and master their form so that's the first thing i would really recommend Past that, the next easiest way to hit a PR is increase the frequency you do it. Um, especially a lot of men will squat once a week or maybe once every month. Um, improve that, uh, you know. So maybe if you're doing once every month, start every week, and then eventually you can push to two times a week. Currently, I squat three times a week, and obviously volume will lead to strength. Um, and then lastly, you know, would obviously be in programming, going through phasing, going through blocks, going through volume phases, strength phases, back off phases. You know, this gets a little bit more complex, so we won't spend too much time 
down here but make sure you are training in different rep ranges you're getting comfortable with that weight on your back where people go wrong uh, especially when they start out is they can lift a weight for a pretty decent weight for 8 to 12 reps that would calculate to a way higher PR than they could ever hit because they're not comfortable having that much of a load on their back they're not comfortable sinking down with near their max weight and another big thing is learn how to fail if you don't know how to fail a squat you're never actually going to push yourself hard enough to see what you can do because you're not going to have that confidence to go down there and get stuck right so it is really important you learn how to fail squat the best way is to fall forward on your knees drop it off your back not have a spotter behind you because you will crush them but once again this needs to be done right and if you have commit to it that's where you can mess yourself up scrape yourself fall weird do all these things but you know i know it sounds scary dropping weight off your back and even for me i've done it with 600 pounds it is a little bit scary yes but at the end of the day it is the best option and it is the safest option so doing that can further increase your uh, confidence but i know kyle has some additional uh, good ideas here i feel like this should be the question you know I, I remember back in the day everyone used to ask hey how much do you bench but especially um you know this should be the question especially for the guys you know hey how much do you actually squat and the question is how much do you squat to depth um but honestly um that was such a great question great answers there and, uh, you know, a couple of things that I'd say, and it depends on each person, right? So right now we're just doing regular squats. Um, we'll toss in some different um, variations here and there, like like Bulgarian split squats um, on kind of our accessory day and stuff. But, you know, a couple of things that could help. Of course, you want to master the basics, but I do think that, you know, here and there for some people, maybe having some different variations for quite a few of our clients, we like to add in some nice pause squats, helping you just get, you know, used to that load, um, just pausing down at the bottom for a couple of seconds. Of course, I've already mentioned the Bulgarians, um, the regular squats, like there's a couple of different ways to kind of break down the movement. If you are kind of looking to push past a plateau down the road, um, obviously the accessories will will play a factor. If you have really strong glutes and you're used to doing your thrusts, your glute bridges and stuff like that, and your you know single leg strength is um, really strong and you're not skipping the accessories, I do believe that'll have a huge part. And then the last thing, just you know, as a friendly reminder, I'll, we'll probably share it as, as a meme like one day. But just a leg press PR isn't the same, um, you know, as a squat PR. I just thought that was funny to add in because I think a lot of times people are like trying to just constantly load up on the leg press and they're like, hey, I squat or I leg press 12 plates so now I could probably do you know six plates on each side on the squat it's definitely not the same so just you know once again doing movements that really like will give you the biggest bang for your buck of course leg presses are great and we'll include them but it's not going to be the exact same right it's not going to be the exact same equivalent when you transfer it over especially into weight um, and even just the movement as well so yeah that was super well said and uh, you know just we really want every single person to be as strong as they physically can for a squat because if you have a strong squat I feel like every part of your life in in a way ends up being better, right? Not, you know, it doesn't increase happiness, but, you know, just in terms of the way you move in terms of just every other exercise, you know, your mechanics and everything like that. I truly believe it's the king of all exercises for a reason. Um, So we should be working on improving our squat and our squat strength, especially. Awesome. Now, next question, taking it over to supplements. So we've mentioned this a lot in the past, but, um, you know, more and more is funny. My friend and client, uh, Karen, you know, messaged me saying, Hey, like, have you been able to find creatine? I can't find just basic monohydrate anywhere. Right. And Kyle's like, Karen can't find it. Then I don't know if anyone can find it because Karen's a very driven, awesome person. You know, even she's been deserving a shout in a long time. You know, it's so great about her. She's got a full-time job. She has an incredible baking company called sweet afternoon. Definitely check them out on 
Instagram, still training really hard, hitting crazy PRs in the gym. So, you know, just big shout out to Karen as well. It's been such a pleasure working with her. And she's someone I started working with in person as a personal trainer way back. And now we work online, which is just way more effective. And honestly, something me and Kyle are very passionate about as someone who has done that. You know, we don't just say online coaching because what we do, we say it because we've done personal training, we've done boot camps, we've done everything under the sun. And honestly, what's great about online coaching is you just, you're able to work with someone and really look at all aspects of their life at all times. You know, you're able to build great systems to ensure accountability. Whereas PT just becomes this thing usually where train hard for 50 minutes and that's about the extent of what you do so we're really thankful to have that but I thought it was crazy that it was sold out you know and like kind of researching it looks like it kind of really is and it was funny because even she said I think it's because there's so many TikToks and a lot of my clients have said hey I've seen on TikTok should I take creatine so I guess what's happening I don't have TikTok so I don't know um, I've been sent them so I guess but what's happening is you'll see someone who doesn't look that good and they'll say what what happened when I took creatine so maybe they'll make themselves not look their best and then they'll take another video where they look shrewd they look so good, you know, booty popping, you know, biceps popping, whatever it is, right? And it's like, okay, so is this what's going to happen? So this is where it gets interesting. So even in high school, I remember it's hard to understand things that we just have no background with, no history with. In high school, I was training hard. I was trying to go to the gym, you know, doing all these things. And there was a guy from my high school that was pretty big. And we all knew he's big, but we're like, hey, it doesn't count because he takes creatine. Like, he's not natural. He's on creatine. And like, looking back, it was just such a like an ignorant thing to think because basically what creatine is, it's an isolation of an amino acid. Um, you know, you'll get about the amount of creatine you need from like a six ounce steak, I believe. Um, so you can get it from foods and it's just a form of amino acid but when you take three to five grams of it a day effectively what you'll do is you'll actually maximize you know it in your system and it will allow your body to better utilize atp and water in your muscles for speed and strength which is just phenomenal right so very often you'll hear of like this creatine bloat because effectively you're loading it into your system, you're increasing the net amount of it, which improves your body to use those things, which will make you stronger, potentially a little bit faster, and maybe a little bit bigger. Once again, this this is a great supplement. It's a very cheap supplement. It's very easy to take. There's no need for loading. And I'm happy to see it's getting the recognition it deserves because as natural athletes, it's totally a natural um, supplement. There's effectively no side effects. Um, you know, there's very maybe one, I think there was one offset study, you know, where they said it could be indicative of hair loss or balding. Um, I personally find no validity to that. And, you know, from personal experience, I've had none as well as from the research I've seen, you know, of course, there's always going to be, you know, one-off studies, but that's why it never hurts to do your own research and make your own understandings and decisions as to whether that's something you'd like. But personally, I do enjoy it. I find maybe I've always quantified it as maybe like a two to 4% boost in terms of my strength and performance in the gym. But two to 4% could be huge for some people. And where it could be less than that and it could be effectively a waste of time is if you're not taking it consistently um, and if you're not on top of your training already. If you're someone who goes to the gym once a week, if even twice a week here and there, should you really be going out of your way to take the creatine? No, you should be focusing on going to the gym, you know, three to five times a week consistently, being on a dedicated routine, optimizing your nutrition, you know, all those things come first. And even going back, like Kyle said, it's those basics you want to focus on. Once that's going, you know, male or female, I would definitely recommend utilizing creatine. Don't be scared if your weight blows 
bloats up a little bit. I find I bloat three to four pounds from it. It just, once again, your body better effectively using water and ATP, like I said, to actually, you know, have more ability. So that's what's going on there. That's the consensus of creatine. So once again, if you're someone who trains hard, you're focused on nutrition and you want to supplement that will give you bang for the buck, you can get creatine monohydrate. Now don't go buying all this flavored special stuff, non-bloating. Um, you know, bloating is a word that is so demonized and it just does not sound good, especially for women. I know bloating is like the worst thing you'd ever want to hear, but it's different. It's not like your stomach's going to blow. You're, you're not even going to see it visually. It's just your body retaining that water. But overall, not retaining your water in your stomach, not in a weird way. Like it's it's hard to distinguish the wording of the two apart. But yeah, once again, if you're training hard, you're doing all these things, I definitely recommend it. Three to five times, uh, three to five grams a day. Uh, your bigger person, go higher to the five. If you're smaller, go to the three. Um, you can take it whenever you want in the day. You can mix it with coffee. You can mix it with pre. You can mix it with your smoothie or protein, whatever you want. Just make sure you're taking it consistently. If you miss a day or two, it's not that the world but you do need to stay consistent with it for it to have its effects you just can't take it every other day or every fourth day and think you'll be fine you won't get the benefit of it and there is also no need to bloat that has been disproven is not essential it'll effectively saturate yourself with it faster so if for some reason you needed to you weren't taking it you have a meat in a week maybe that would be the one exception but for most people there's no need and having too much of it is just gonna like give you diarrhea and really be hard on your system that was so well said yeah just literally one of the greatest supplements especially for its price i just think so many people will go out there and buy like the fat burners and just the things that don't actually like give them benefits once again correlation doesn't equal causation but i do believe if you are doing you know everything right like josh said and even majority of our clients i'd say they're on a dedicated routine you know they've got their nutrition down their sleep they're working on their steps so you know for them just to get the next level results i'd say why not right you know it ends up being 10 to 20 dollars a bottle you know each scoop whatever that would be is literally pennies um and you know just i think that's the one thing is like a lot of times people will give into like you know we were just talking about sweet sweat the other day and just like people will buy those like types of things that you know the detox teas that are like way more expensive like five to ten times the price if if not that just literally end up doing nothing like except causing you diarrhea if you if you buy those teas or the you know or the um you know just the things that literally cut off your circulation to just get you to sweat more so you know this is the one thing i'd say is a great investment uh, especially like josh said he said it super well um and i'm glad it's definitely getting its recognition and especially for the women out there who just second guess it who think oh i'll get a bit bigger and just it's going to cause me a blow like josh said don't worry about it it will just allow you to start to look better you'll be able to perform better in the gym and you know once again it's not going to give you a 100 percent boost but definitely it's just even if you're able to lift some more weight that will translate over to how you um how you look which will be incredible over time so definitely an amazing thing and uh yeah that was a great question and great answer there awesome now next question um, how can I target my love handles better? This is an area I can't seem to get rid of. I get leaner. I've lost a little bit of weight, but I find it's just taking way too long for me to lose those pesky love handles. Yeah. So the best exercise would be called a plate push. Now I, I saw that on Instagram one day and I thought that was pretty funny. It's just pushing away the plate, you know, just saying less, um, you know, just having less food, you know, just uh, making better decisions there. And I thought that was good. But, um, essentially once again, like, you know, I, I, I always hear the quote, um, 80, you know, just getting abs, you know, getting love handles. Uh, getting rid of love handles, sorry, is 80% nutrition, 20%, you know, working out like all that other stuff. I will say the biggest thing, especially for the love handles is just going to be really dialing in that calorie deficit. You know, I'm someone that has always had like just a little bit extra there, just kind of genetically. I felt like that's kind of where uh, my body wanted to store a bit more. And also even just females, um, you know, hist historically, we just kind of, that's, that's kind of the safe spot, right? That's kind of the place that, you know, is just essentially healthy, right? So, um, 
getting rid of that and just shrinking it down, I will say is just, if anything, I'm not going to overcomplicate it, you know, just, and, and it's kind of crazy that to this day, I still see so many side bends. Like that's where you hold a weight and you're just going side to side for like 60 seconds. And I still see like a lot of people doing that. And to me, that's just personally a waste of time. Um, you know, just, you probably, you're not going to get injured or anything, but you know, just, there's a lot of better exercises out there just to work on and strengthen on your abs. But I will say, if you are looking to get rid of them, dial in your nutrition, make sure you're losing one to two pounds per week, depending on where you're at, stay consistent. You know, for those of you who, um, you know, just seem to potentially have more to lose, you'll probably have to do it for a little bit longer. But even myself, um, when I've been trying to really get rid of them, I just got to go a bit further and a bit longer than I thought, because that's the last place that it would come off, especially for me. Um, even for a lot of our clients, you know, just they will get rid of it, but oftentimes you might lose it, you know, a little bit of fat in your arms. You might lose a little bit in your shoulders, you know, just the belly starts to shrink a bit more, but it's kind of the love handle area that can be quite stubborn. So that's why the biggest thing I would say is just really dial in that deficit and go one step further and just go above and beyond um, just and be a little bit more patient. So those are my biggest tips for the love handles. And those are the, uh, I guess you could say the exercises that I prescribe for today. I love that. You know, that's just a simple answer. Definitely listen to that. Don't look past it. Uh, you know, once again, we, we, we say this for a reason. If there was some magic formula, we'd love to tell it to you, but there isn't. At the end of the day, it's that consistency and hard work that will pay off. So make sure you're thinking of that. Last small question for today, the bonus, if you will, is most of the sauces such as ranch, mayo, and other high are, and others are high in calories and low in protein. Do you have any better option to suggest? So I love this one. You know, some of my favorites personally are I love mustard and I love hot sauces. Those are my go-to and they're both essentially zero calories. So those are kind of the two I really like defaulting to. Hot sauces, you know, it's funny on my podcast, I, I believe I said sriracha was my favorite. And actually my client Gage, who I shouted out today said, man, you're nuts. Dude, have you ever had Cholula? And I'm like, oh, how did I forget? Cholula is actually personally probably my favorite. Like Cholula is up there, sriracha is up there. I really like Tabasco. Like I, I'm just, I love hot sauce. Red's hot's okay. I just find it's more flavorful and not as hot but once again these are great options that are low in calories and add a ton of flavor same with mustard if you do like it it's another great option those are kind of some of my favorites but i know kyle has a whole list of ones he wants to share here today yeah so well said i used to i never i don't think i was a hot sauce person until i realized like how just how beneficial it is to be able to add that stuff on. I remember I, Josh has gotten me into a lot of different trends. He got me onto coffee. Um, I'd say probably hot sauce as well. He tried to get me onto onions, but I still, I refuse to have them, you know, mustard. I don't like, but definitely hot sauce, like of all variations. I just think it's like, especially when I'm having my preps and just like, you know, it's just, it's, I don't know what zero calories. Some of them maybe are five or something, but it's just such a great way to add some nice taste without any of that extra, you know, extra stuff. Um, sweet onion sauce. If I'm getting like a sub, I think is like a great variation. It's kind of, you know, a fraction of, um, the sub sauces and stuff like that, you know, just, um, I know salsa, depending on which one, I know some of them can be lower calories. Um, it's pretty cool because, you know, every client that does sign up, we send out a suggested food list of like lower calorie options, um, which is cool. So, you know, even a lot of people who struggle with protein will send like 25 to 30 different protein sources. Even if you're vegetarian, vegan, we have a bunch of those. We have a lot of um, low calorie sauces that get sent out as well. So obviously as a client, we always make sure to take care of you. But, um, you know, there are good Walden Farms um, sauces, but I will 
just kind of like warn you to be careful. Like I know I went through a phase when we were getting ready for a competition and did do some of those, but I will say some of them just taste absolutely gross. Um, but I know a lot of people who just absolutely love them, right? So they are pretty hit or miss. I know they're definitely a lot more expensive, but I think they're like zero calories or something, obviously a little bit of sodium and stuff, which, you know, can just cause you to bloat up a bit in weight, like, you know, over time, if you have too much of it, but you know, yeah, just give it a shot. Like you definitely won't be getting sauces that are high in protein. Like when I look for a sauce, I'm not looking for a sauce that's high in protein. I'm kind of looking for other nutrients within the meal. Like if I'm having chicken or, you know, I want to add, yeah, like different meats to my, to my salad or whatever, that's where I'm going to get the protein from. And then when it comes to salad, I just usually will go to the grocery store and kind of look at the labels. I don't know exactly which one I have right now. I haven't had to buy one in a while, but just usually kind of the ones that are maybe like half, half the calories, half the fat or something like that. Cause I'd rather, you know, waste my cal or use my calories, sorry, on just, um, something that fills me up and gives me more benefits than sauces. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in today. It really does mean the the world, you know, that you took the time to listen. We want to help you out. Um, you know, of course, you know, if you want to take that next step in your journey, level up, get ready for summer, take off that one unwanted fat once and for all. You know, show yourself you're worth it. Make that investment yourself. Let's do this together. Let's succeed. DM fat loss on Instagram to at Colossus Fit. C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Uh, otherwise, be sure to follow us there. Check out the transformation. Submit questions. See our little mini episodes, our reels, our posts, our stories, our thoughts. You know, keep the gains going throughout the week. Otherwise, we'll be back Thursday for an incredible episode as well. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Peace out.